keep your focus on what excites you, what makes sense to you. Sometimes we fracture our focus too much by doing the things that we should not do, that nobody should do. And we get caught in this mindset of reacting to other people. Just move your focus back. You will never miss out on anything. Hi, hope you're well. This is PD at the Art of Self-Development. This episode is for everyone who's interested in ideas and practical tools to develop the most useful skills for yourself and for the people you care about. If you only do what you're supposed to do in life, you'll miss a lot of learning opportunities and pretty much all the fun that you can have. And yet, this is what we do most of the time. We look outside for what we are supposed to do. We do it, and then maybe we think about what we want for ourselves. This is a general pattern that any one of us living in a civilized society have, or outside of it, in any society for that matter. And while this is what makes us grow as a people, it's not always the best course of action for directing our lives, our growth, and our empowerment. For most of us becoming more self-directed and more empowered on an individual level actually help us do better, both in our personal lives and in our jobs. And there is a lot of self-help advice as to how to grow your independence or self-efficacy, which is pretty much the feeling of being able to do things and tackle problems on your own. And that is important, but there is more than meets the eye in becoming more independent and more fulfilled as a person. Because if it was not, it would be enough to just do your affirmations. Repeat to yourself all day, I can do anything I want, or I am the best or whatever catchy affirmation that we can use that seems like it should work, but it just doesn't. Affirmations, it really depends on how you use them, but affirmations, when used in this way especially, they don't really work. They don't really work because they don't make a distinction between what's going on in your head and what's going on in the real world, as in, It is not enough to tell yourself that you are great at something without having built the skills to actually do it. And this is the difference between self-efficacy, the feeling, the belief that you can do things, and actually being able to do things. And it's not to say that your belief is not important. It very much is. But there always needs to be a firm connection to the real world and to actually becoming better. This is where personal empowerment comes in. It's in the real-world interactions. It's in doing the things that you want to do, knowing that you can perform and do better, than in reflecting on what you've got, and then doing better the next time around. In other words, if you want to actually become the best at anything or better, not just believe that you are, you need to have real-world feedback. 
And one of the problems with affirmations or focusing solely on your mindset is that there can be too much of a gap between what you think you can do and what you actually can do. This is why we benefit the most if we do both. If we work on our mindset, then practice in the real world, get real-world feedback, figure out how we can do better, and then do things differently and better next time. This is how you can become empowered in any area in your life, which will in turn supercharge your life in general, your success at work, your relationships, your personal success and happiness, all of it. You set a goal, you make a plan for achieving that goal, you take action and build momentum, and then in hindsight, without making judgments about how good or how bad you are, you look back on what you did and how you can do better next time. And it's almost always better to separate the action from yourself, especially in the beginning when you're not that good yet. Because it's so easy for most of us to take things personally. As in, I didn't do that thing well. That means I can't do it well. That means I'm incompetent. It's so easy to make that transition without even thinking about it. So if you separate yourself from the process, you'll make things much easier on yourself to try new things out and to actually get better at things. Feedback is important, both positive and negative. You see, positive feedback can really make us feel good about ourselves as we try new things. But at the same time, giving somebody only nice feedback, only positive feedback, is not that useful. And there will be some point at which it will not be real anymore. It's just patting yourself on the back. If you ever try to teach someone a skill and you only give them positive feedback, after a while, it'll not motivate the person to do better. Because for one thing, they will know they're not as good as you say. And also, if you just use positive feedback, after a while, it'll not mean anything anymore. So, real-world feedback needs to be both positive and negative. You need to know what you've done well and what you can still do better. Maybe you've had this experience where you're kind of slacking off. You're not doing what you wanted to do because people were letting you. And you have this friend who then told you in a more or less nice way that you really screwed that up and that you need to do better. Because sometimes we need other people to be harsh. Not in a mean way, but we need that tough love sometimes. And the person who can take it, who will listen to the positive and especially to the negative feedback that is meant well and objective, that person can generally get the farthest. This is what will grow our self-efficacy, our mindset and our beliefs about our abilities and our actual abilities in the real world. These are the building blocks of real-world self-esteem. We usually don't like negative feedback because it's not as nice to listen to it. 
Most of us, unfortunately, we have learned to take things personally. When we hear something negative about ourselves, we'll make a generalization about either ourselves or the person telling us or both. And the more we learn to separate between feedback and yourself as a person, this is where you're making space for real growth. One of the fears that we have connected with not doing well enough is the fear of being left out, of being isolated, ostracized. And this is a deep fear that we all have, that we've had since the first humans were around, and even before that. And we had this fear because in the times past, being ostracized was really a death sentence. And fortunately, this is not at all the case anymore. We can afford to let people go, and we can afford to be let go of any group and survive. And sometimes we do need to change the people we have around us, because they don't create a good environment for happiness and growth. And nothing bad will happen as a result. But the one skill that I suggest that you develop and keep improving on as you're learning other skills is people skills or soft skills. Because you can't really achieve anything big on your own. We always need to work with people. You can just stop for a minute and think about all the things that you have, that you own, that were created by other people, all the services that you use on a daily basis, and how many people contributed for you to have it. This simple mind experiment can help you realize and appreciate how important it is to have people around you and how to work with people. And it's the reason why people skills are probably the most important skills that you can build. Because if you can work with people well, if you can get along, if you can make friends easily, if you can cooperate to create things and get things done, and learn the skills to get things done, you will always do well in life. Sometimes we talk about networking as the most important people skill, and I don't like it as much personally, because it gives you this idea of going to weird business meetings and trying to sell yourself to other people as a person or as a business person. This can be useful sometimes, but it's not what I have in mind. What I mean is just getting better at dealing with people in all kinds of situations and in general. The one skill that will bring more happiness and success than any other single skill can so people skills in all ways, shapes or forms. These skills can help you make a shift from seeing other people as a problem and have them become an asset. Because many people, unfortunately, they're not socially savvy enough to even feel free to do what they need to do. And they will think about how other people see them and what they need to do to fit in so that they will never even think about what they need to do as a unique individual person. And then you realize you don't need to do that anymore. That, in fact, you're better off blazing your own path 
and sharing it with others. You'll learn to know yourself better. In part, this is a natural progress as you grow up. But the sad thing is, there are tons and tons of people who will never get that, who will never get over this, who will still feel inferior because they were taught at some point to see themselves as that. And there are specific things that you can do to start the path of more self-empowerment, of personal empowerment. Knowing yourself is always a good start. Learning about what makes you tick. What do you react to? How do you react in specific situations that are related to people and to making something of yourself? How do you feel when you're challenged? What beliefs can you detect that'll motivate you to act or to fail to act? Why do you feel as you do when you're challenged? What are your thoughts? What belief did you create somewhere in your past that is not serving you anymore, that needs a serious update or an overhaul? Think about where your locus of control lies. When it comes to your personal goals, what you want to achieve for yourself, do you feel free to pursue those goals? Because these are your goals. Or do you find that you mostly react to what other people tell you? This is an important measure. Every successful person who's both happy and successful personally accomplished, they have what we call internal locus of control. That means they don't look at other people for what they should do. They look to themselves what values they have and what they want to achieve. And then they decide for themselves on their course of action. So see how looking at other people for what you think you should do was not always the best option. And see how you can change it. See how you can become more self-driven and independent. Figure out where your talents lie. What are the things that you like to do? And especially what are the things that you find easier, that you can do better in less amount of time with better results than most other people? And we all have those. We have different kinds of talents in all kinds of areas. I don't believe anyone can ever use all of their talents. You just need to figure out which they are and choose a combination of these as a unique expression of who you are and what you and only you can do. If you then make that your focus and you keep building momentum and learning those skills, it'll become much easier to be self-confident to have the strength and motivation to keep growing and keep achieving. It'll become much easier than you would think possible. So think about the strengths that you have. The strengths are your focus. You should never focus on your weaknesses other than to not make them your weaknesses. As in, sometimes we have a weakness that is so obvious, so glaring. We need to work on that just for it to not pull us down. Then when your weakness is no longer a problem, 
then you can focus on your strengths and build on those. Make them your focus. There are other things that will help, like allowing yourself every day some time to have fun, to do things you appreciate, whether or not that is actual work. Doing things like physical exercise, which makes us feel good and strong, or anything else that is specific to you personally. Just take the path of becoming more you and less other people. Then you can take other people along on that journey. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Art of Self-Development. Remember that learning is a change of behavior. Any positive change you make and keep has a cumulative effect that'll make your life even better. If you found anything useful or interesting in this episode, please share it with your friends. You can reach me at pdartofsd at gmail.com. Talk to you again soon. In the meantime, leave the world better than you found it.